The following episode features discussions that may not be appropriate for young listeners. Hi guys, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige and Amanda. On this week's episode, we're going to chat about the history of alopecia and the most common things that come along with alopecia that some people may not even realize are signs or could be triggers. So let's dive in. <laughs> yeah, to the nitty gritty. No, not funny. No, not again. <laughs> the nitty gritty. Hell yeah. We actually did a lot of research before and we put it all on a Google Doc to kind of go over the history of alopecia and where it started and people who have it, the cause of it, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to just kick it off with, I guess, where it started. You want to do that, Amanda? Yeah. So... <laughs> Alopecia has kind of been around for a really long time is what we found actually personally, like a lot longer than I thought. So for instance, you know, modern kind of modern day, if you will, alopecia was the term was introduced in 1793. That seems like an awful long time ago. Like I thought it was going to be 1984 (laughs) or something. For real. Nope. So, you know, even then they said, you know, the cause of it is probably an autoimmune reaction that basically meaning that your body incorrectly attacks its own cells, which you all know that. In the case of alopecia areata, the cells that are under attack are in the specific hair follicles in the scalp, which again, as I'm sure you guys know, you can get it at any age, obviously, but usually most people develop it around 30 or under 30, which a lot of them start during your childhood or teenage years. And actually 6.8 million people in the US and 147 million people worldwide have alopecia or have developed it at some point in your life which is which is crazy yeah it's crazy I, like, and it's it's oh. funny yeah it's funny because when i got diagnosed with alopecia i thought i've never heard of that so this has to be very rare yeah right yeah, yeah. but it actually affects two percent of the population at some point which in their lifetime insane yeah. insane because which when doesn't... i was 13 and for 19 years didn't know yes. another single baldy like, yep. are you kidding? You know what I think is crazy, yep. too? There's people out there that experience alopecia for a short amount of time and then never again. Yes. So, like, they'll, yeah. go, they'll go through something stressful. There's, um oh, I just learned about this the other day. I know when some women, when they're pregnant, they can develop alopecia while they're pregnant. But when they have the child, they don't experience it ever again. So, it's, like, induced by pregnancy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, works. which... Which from, sense. Yeah, which from what I understand too, is that not related to alopecia necessarily, but why a lot of women, if they notice their hair is getting thicker and doesn't really fall out as much when it's something with your immune system, I can't specifically remember what it is, but yeah. when you as a pregnant woman have your child, all of that catches up and all your hair falls out. So like all that hair that should have been falling out over the past nine months is all falling out at once pretty much that's that's insane to me i mean like one of the girls i follow on instagram it was because of her birth control that she was on and it all fell out now now she's growing it back because she got off the birth control which makes sense because immune system hormones everything to do with all of that that's a hundred percent alopecia anything that i ever talk about with you guys or anybody else or read about it has to do with hormones or it has to do with your immune system so i'm like oh it makes sense so like every time someone brings something up that i have never heard of i'm like oh it makes sense it has to do with your immune system or something like that you know (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. So for me, when I got Ariata, I'm pretty sure this is for the same for you guys too. It usually shows up as one bald patch. That's what it yeah. was for me. Of a lot of yeah. people that I've talked to, it's like that one bald patch that someone notices or something like that. So yeah. it usually is a bald patch or there's a lot of people that get the strip around. Mm, the under, band. Yeah. Yes. The band yeah. strip. Yep. So that, that's really interesting too. Cause I've noticed most people with alopecia have had that. You know, what's interesting to me though, is I don't remember bald spots. I just remember feeling my hair just falling. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even look for bald spots because it was oh, just really? coming out. In mine pumps. was, mine was a bald bot. Mine was first a notch in my eyebrow. Yeah. And then mm. it wasn't like a notch though. It wasn't oh like a wait, cool are you the notch. one that made that cool? No, no, <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. It wasn't a cool notch. It was literally mm. a third of my eyebrow. It was right. like a third of it was gone. Yeah. That's okay. interesting. I feel like for me, it was someone noticing it. One of my friends was like, oh, bald patch. Went to the, didn't think about it, went to the salon. They said it was alopecia. I was like, what the hell? Went to the dermatologist. They said it was alopecia. All my hair started falling out. Yeah. And I think I, it was because I was stressed. I was like, holy shit, what is this? Probably. Mm-hmm. I noticed mine because I was in the shower washing, you know, under, and then I felt it. And I was just like, that feels like smooth skin, but I'm not really sure. And it was. Yep. So because the thing is, I feel like that people don't understand with LP2, the bald spots are so smooth. It's mm. unreal. It's shocking. Literally, literally, if you have ever touched a baby, it feels like baby skin. Literally yeah. so it's, smooth. And it feels kind of rubbery too. Yes. It's yes. So- you can like poke at it. Or, I, yeah. I don't yep. know how to describe it, but yeah. It's kind of. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say it feels like your scalp, but then I'm like, oh no, some people have hair and they don't know what their scalp, just straight up scalp feels like. Isn't that weird? People don't actually know what their skin, because it's not like my, the skin. Totally different. It's It's totally different. different. It's really, oh my God, what's the word that I, elastic. So it's kind of really elastic. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like snap back, but I can't grab my scalp. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Right. It's possible some other people can, but I know I can't. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. I feel like with people with alopecia too, obviously we all have different kinds, which is kind of interesting that all three of us have different kinds. And Mm -hmm. over the last, I would say like year and a half, two years, I've heard about many different types of alopecia that I've never thought of or I never knew about. I feel like I learn about a different one every time I'm on Instagram on those bald chicks following people that have alopecia. I'm like, whoa, what is this alopecia? But I have Ariata. Amanda. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was like, is that? I was like, yeah, we know. No, I have, I have totalis. Oh, and I have a combination between universalis and totalis. So I'll just say weird Alice. Yep. So basically I have most of my body hair. Well, most, all of it. I have all of my body hair and facial hair still, but the hair on top of my head is disappearing fast. <laughs> yeah, I have, I think most of my body hair. So like I still have to shave my pits and my legs, which kind of sucks. But I have like very little arm hair. But honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of arm hair to begin with as an adult. I did as a kid, but as an adult, not really. I still have my eyelashes. I don't have eyebrows or I hardly have. I have, you know, maybe six eyebrow hairs. And then my head skin or my head skin, my head is <laughs> my head skin, my head my head skin. skin <laughs> is super patchy. So I have patches of hair. But overall, it's probably only seven or eight percent of my head that has hair. So yeah. to give you an idea. Yeah, I would I, say the same. 
I yeah. have no, absolutely no arm hair, absolutely no leg hair. And it was quite funny because when I got my leg tattoo, the girl brought out all the shaving stuff and I was like, what are you doing? And she's just like, I'm going to shave your leg. I'm like, ah, well, there's no hair there. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have to shave. I have to shave everything. I'll pass it your way. Here you go. <laughs> I shave, I shave my arms. How long has it been since I've been shaving my arms? Since you high school? You shave your arms? I used to shave my arms since in high school, high school. anyway. Yeah. Because my you arms just hairy. eat that hair? There was a phase where I shaved my arm hair because I was so self-conscious about it because it was so dark, which is probably another reason why it doesn't grow back anyway. Because, like, I have, I know you can't see it on here, but, like, I have arm hair. Hmm. It's just blonde and very short. I honestly don't think that has anything to do with my alopecia. I truthfully don't. Because, like, my skin, as far as I can tell, it's not patchy on my arm it's just short and blonde but I wear I say this a lot but I wore sleeves so much in high school and college like long sleeve t-shirts and up and down and up and down and up and down I think it just kind Mm. of killed the follicle (laughs) yeah right yeah Um, I literally don't have like I can look like super close and there's nothing there I think that's why mm. I get so cold maybe that makes sense not furry Makes sense. So none of us actually have universalis. No. No. Our friend Mo does. I mean, if she wants to pop on here on a video, (laughs) if not, just Google it. Yeah, Um, that's right. It's just people that are hairless. Mm -hmm. And then there's different types of alopecia too. I mean, I feel like we should probably reach out to people like our listeners to talk about other types as well because I don't know much about the other types so I don't want to like dive into other types too much but yeah there's yeah there's a lot of other types we'll have to like you said bring people on that have it or have experienced it that know better than us because all we can tell you is like what we've seen online at one point technically I guess I could have been categorized as you know almost universalis because I had no hair from my knees up so like none yeah eyelashes eyebrows literally nose hair bikini bikini line hair like literally nothing for my knees up but it's kind of all come back for the most part except for my brows and my head yeah but I think that's a good idea we can definitely speak on you know what we've had which I think you guys know by now (laughs) yeah and then we also have a couple of very interesting facts about alopecia too Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Amanda found these so yeah yeah so one of the actually I think most interesting thing that I found truthfully was timeline of treatment throughout history so dating back from 1500 BC people had found papyrus that recommend burning flax plant mixed in oil with wasp dung a carob an alabaster honey mixture while not a joke word for word made while chanting a prayer to the sun god and various other treatments you know, you know no. what's funny about that? <laughs> you beat me by a second, Kristen. <laughs> you, you know what's funny about that? Is we have joked on the podcast in previous episodes about doing chants and stuff to make yeah, people come Yeah, but back. people did. Jokingly. Jokingly. And before people, I found any of this. Yes. People have actually done that. Yeah. So like in 20 BC, Queen Cleopatra suggested grinding up the heads of flies and rubbing them on the affected skin. Ew. She also recommended shaving the scalp, rubbing it with a linen cloth, and anointing the area with a soda alkali compound. I don't know what that is, so don't ask. Google it. <laughs> yeah, Google it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Someone in 60, I, I'm going to assume CE is 
present day, recommend an onion mixed with honey or vinegar, which we've heard a lot we've about. We've heard about onions. that. Yeah. Have, Not honey yeah. and vinegar, but I've heard a lot about onions. Someone else suggested a topical application of tar oil mixed with barley flour. Tar and feather days. Yes, that sounds good. <laughs> Someone in 150 AD suggested scarification. So scarring your head, cupping. That's pretty and close le- to the ex- eczema. Am yes. I saying this properly for you? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, you know, scarring and then cupping and leeches to see oh. if that would help. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, I just, do you know where the name comes from? What? So the Yeah. Ariata and alopecia. Yeah. So the term alopecia used by physicians dating back to the Greek world is known as fox and was so mm-hmm. named due to fur loss seen in Fox, Maine, yep. Ariata. Oh. And it's derived from the Latin word area, which makes sense, meaning right. a vacant space or patch. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So we're, um, we're just badass foxes out here? Oh my foxes. God, wait. You have to listen to this other one because this is so good. Someone in 660 AD... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like reading. It's just so, it's also crazy. No, yeah. Someone gonna mess, I'm gonna butcher their name. It's a Latin name, so I'm not even gonna try. They suggested removing any remaining scalp hair with sodium nitrate, rubbing with a woolen cloth to make the skin red, and then applying the burnt shells of sea urchin mixed with bear's grease. (laughs) What the hell is bear's grease? (laughs) Oh my! Like this is not a joke. I will one hundred percent link this in our bio. This is not a joke. I yeah. This is just crazy. Oh, someone in eleven ten A.D. endorses purging, regulating the diet, and of oil and nuts. And I'm like, no thanks. Oh, purging. That's okay. Yeah, and then around thirteen ish hundred is when they actually start bringing in kind of medication. Oh my god. Somebody else in 1558 said, advises the dung of mice or weasels applied to the head cures the fox's poop, evil. Poop. The yeah. fox's rubbing evil. shit all That's literally rubbing, what it's called. It's, yeah. Rubbing shit the all fox over Please don't, please, like please, please don't rub poop on your head. No. No. Please. Did you guys see that music video? What does the fox say? I feel yes. like that should be a theme song for us or something. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> this also says that the name alopecia areata was not a specific disease back then. Yes. So it was oh. used as a, as a descriptive term for patchy hair loss caused by various conditions, including ringworm and leprosy. Yeah. And it's really interesting because like, I know I've said before too, that in one of the previous episodes, I think we were talking about like, you know, being bald in the media and why villains. And I actually started talking about Samson, like the story of Samson and Delilah in the Bible. So basically the whole story of Samson, you know, in much watered down Sparkno's version, he kind of had superhuman strength once when he was visiting in a village he killed a lion with his bare hands if you ever see somebody with long luscious hair like resting a lion more than likely it's an image of samson you know he wanted to marry the girl that he saved and he ended up ended up marrying somebody else so delilah his wife who became his wife um the philistines actually offered to pay her a large sum of money if she could discover the source of his strength then she found that it was his head it was his hair and I'm not one to actually quote the Bible. I had to look this up specifically, but I knew the story. It's in Judges chapter 16, 15 to 17. It basically, Samson said that he would lose his strength if my head were shaved. So it says, while he slept, the faithless Delilah brought in a Philistine who cut Samson's hair, draining his strength. The Philistines took him prisoner, gouged out his eyes, and forced him to work as a draft animal, turning a mill in a Gaza prison. 
So his hair grew back one day, eventually they held a ceremony and he prayed to God for his restoration of his powers. He granted his request. And then ultimately like what met his demise was that he pulled down the pillars of the temple that he was basically, you know, kind of being tortured in and it killed everybody inside, including himself. So that was the source of his strength was his hair, which is kind of weird, but not, you know, weird to to think about, I guess. That kind of makes sense though, because I feel like nowadays people still think that hair defines you that's why like the hair loss community is all about us showing yep. that you can live your life without hair mm-hmm. that's wild though oh this, also this Go I, was, I was gonna say this is really interesting too so towards the end of the 19th century debate moved on to physicians that were saying that it's probably due areata alopecia is probably due to a parasite or outbreaks among families school children and firemen that's specific this that is says, specific. Yeah, it also says this theory was eventually discarded after failed attempts to locate the disease in these subgroups. Another popular hypothesis considered AA to be caused by a toxin and a blood deficiency. They also said that eye strain and dental disease were also said to cause alopecia as well. Interesting. Well, that's interesting because yeah. I have I I have bad eyes and I my too. teeth were like snaggle tooth when I first started huh. braces. <laughs> I had like bangs and one of these teeth was like far back in the Hmm. (laughs) I know in the middle ages pretty little thing (laughs) I know in the middle ages they thought AA was caused by corruption of the blood by black bile so they focused a lot of their treatment on almost like a blood transfusion blood improving the blood somehow isn't that wild they really thought skin conditions that this can have like the nails thing i never know you yeah i never knew about that until i met a lot of people with alopecia i noticed that a lot of people were saying hey do you also have brittle nails or Mm -hmm. weak nails and i'm like no i don't ever pinpoint i do my nails yeah that's that's so bizarre once again it does make sense because your body is attacking hair follicles so i wonder if it attacks no because your teeth are bumped. Oh, but it did say dental. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I will say that, that I never really had issues with my teeth until I got my alopecia. And then all of a sudden, I had a mouthful of cavities. I've never had a oh cavity. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I can probably count on one hand the amount of teeth that I have in my mouth that do not have a filling in. Wow. Really? Yep. See, I've never had any cavities. Yeah. Oh, but nope. I have. I never, sp- never had an issue until I got my alopecia. That's wow. And I never really That's thought wild. about it until I think my mom might have found something and said like, hey, this might be. And I'm just like, I don't know. But or you unless- contacts too, Amanda, right? Yes. My vision's horrible. You have eye issues too. Yeah, yeah. But my family's vision is all terrible. So like, that's not really that far off. <laughs> so it could be. See, I feel like I'm the weird exception to that not being true because I've never had a cavity. I've never had teeth issues. Sure. And my eyesight is 20-20. So. I'm sure it's not everybody. Okay, maybe not 2020. I think it's like... But it's still a lot better. The glasses that I wear are the blue hue glasses. So I look at screens all day, every day. So I have to wear these because I'm literally, even with the podcast, like we do video. I mean, before we started producing video, we still did video. So I was always looking at a screen. So I have to wear these to protect my eyes. But I've never really had eye issues. So that's interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Oh my God. I just, I forgot there were these other treatments that were written down. Like in 1000 AD, 
in Ireland. This is a Celtic remedy for baldness, instructed patients to stuff mice into a clay jar, seal it, bury it beside a fire, and then take everything out after a year. And this is make sure you wear gloves before you touch what's inside. If you don't, hair will sprout from your fingertips. Oh, God. Fingers. <laughs> okay. Okay, can nice. I tell you can I tell you something that happened today that that just reminded me of Harry oh, fingers? No. I know that sounds crazy. Salad fingers. Like I found my serum for my eyebrows and eyelashes mm-hmm. to make them grow and thicker or whatever. Oh no. And I started putting it on my eyebrows and I'm like, what if this got on other parts of my skin? Would hair just start maybe growing? Really? So then I accidentally got it all over my hands and I was terrified. I was like, I'm gonna get hair on my fingers. <laughs> and Dave was like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, Harry depending, on, depending on where it is on your body, I'm sure not. Imagine. Like, if it's on your fingers or the inside of your hand, probably not, because of all the calluses you have built up, it probably yeah. can't get in there. That's what I was thinking, too. But um, I still thought, like, oh, my God, because I got it all over my fingers, because I've never used stuff like that before. So I just said, oh, you know what? I'll try it out. And I put it on my eyebrows, and I got it all over my fingers. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have hair in places I don't need. Oh, you know what else is interesting, actually? In 1889 AD in England, it said doctors believed that it could be cured or prevented with exercise outdoors and good hygiene. And then in the same year, an art, an issue of the British Medical Journal read that, although strictly speaking, there is no reason to believe that baldness is hereditary. Now we know that baldness is hereditary. So that's 100%. very interesting. Not even alopecia. I'm not even talking about alopecia right now. I'm talking like, male pattern baldness or literally anything else that 100% is hereditary. Yep. I was actually just going to say it has to be hereditary too, because I have something pulled up here. Let me, let me find it. This says the main factors of women with hair loss issues is number one, hereditary. Mm -hmm. Two is stress. Three is hormonal changes. Four is illness. And five is medications. I feel like with medications, birth control could be one. Anything to mess with your immune system, anything that's altering it. What's crazy is my grandma, my mom's mom, has had rheumatoid arthritis since she was in her 40s. So she's been on medication for that long. She She just turned 86. So she's been on medication for that long. And rheumatoid arthritis medication is intense. Her whole entire body froze up. And when I was born... She couldn't hold me. She didn't know what to do. So then she finally got medication. And I just found out a couple years ago that they said rheumatoid arthritis medication, like a variation of it, helps with alopecia, will help you grow your hair back. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, what if my grandma has alopecia, but it never showed because, because she's, she's taking been RA medication her whole mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah. Basically. So I can't think of the medication offhand, but is it specifically a medication to treat RA patients? And they are using it in alopecia trials yep. to see if people's hair are coming back. And it is. However, the sides are, are so terrible, horrendous, like stomach, effects. stomach ulcers yeah. and crazy infertility, stuff. like crazy, crazy stuff. But the stuff. thing is, is I don't have yeah. anybody in my family who has Me alopecia. It doesn't have to be alopecia. It can be any autoimmune disease. I do. Because autoimmune diseases are connected. Yes. No. Nothing? Interesting. Nothing. That's really weird. I wonder if like your great grandparents had something because my both sides. We even went dad, back that far because like I do this thing for a genetics testing and nothing, nothing came up. It could have been something undiagnosed too. Yeah, true, absolutely. True. Yeah. So, it could have been like thyroid issue or. Yeah. 
and yeah. not realized it. Like I know for a fact that my mom, all four of her sisters and my grandmother that I know of thus far all have thyroid problems. Yeah. So literally I was just a ticking time bomb. And then I got tested, I think it was last year before COVID hit and get blood work done once a year. And I see my endocrinologist and all that fun stuff. Cause if you guys don't know, I know you two know, but I'm missing half of my thyroid. So they ended up finding a tumor on one side of my thyroid and they removed that half. So I yeah. still have my right side. So I take medication and whatever it's really treatable, but my grandmother actually, and I just found this out had thyroid cancer. And when she, oh, they wow. went, they went to go have surgery to remove that part of her thyroid. She just said, take the whole thing. And they're like, well, we don't want to do. And she's like, I don't care do it anyway. So they took the whole thing and then they end up biopsying the tumor that she had and it was malignant. So they treated her and oh, wow. she never had a problem again. So it, I don't know that I would qualify that as running some friends in my family, but I know my mom told me recently that she had it, but I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is an underactive an autoimmune disorder, what's basically like hypothyroidism, but it's an autoimmune disorder that is treatable with meds. And that's, so that's all I can do. So my sister also got, just got diagnosed with it. So apparently my, she, my sister went with my mom to her endocrinologist appointment and she said, if she has it and your other daughter has it, and she said she pointed at her and she was like, you definitely have it. So go get tested. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so she's like, there's no way that your two daughters both have it and you don't. You don't. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, but she takes meds too. So there's nothing that she can, there's literally no way to fix it other than taking medication. Yeah. So, and that's like a whole nother thing before I close this out too. That's a whole nother thing that I think about because obviously everybody and you guys know that Damon and I, well, me more, he wants to be a dad, but I'm on the fence about having sure. kids. Yeah. And, Our kids that we have, though, will 99% have some type of autoimmune disease because I I have two. Alopecia runs in his family and just crazy autoimmune diseases run in mine. So I think it's kind of prominent that I know more people with alopecia that have family members that either A, have alopecia or B, have an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. It's 100% in genes. It's kind of crazy. It is. Even if it's undiagnosed, like Amanda said. I feel like it just has to be because it could it's be so connected. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like, it literally could be your mother, grandmother, whomever had a small patch when she was a child and never had a problem again. 100%. She still technically has alopecia. Well, yeah. when 2% of the population has alopecia, like, come on. And we, yeah. we got to all start talking about it because then we can normalize it and make yeah. us feel like, you know, we're, we're okay. We're not strange. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy that I have alopecia other than any other autoimmune disease that could literally affect my physical health. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. If you want to get a hold of us, please email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to follow us at all three. We are also going to be doing some more mini series. Obviously, you guys know about that on specific topics. But right now, we're just working through the game that we're playing. If you have any suggestions about a mini series, please DM us and let us know because we are yes. open. Yeah, we're open to any suggestion. We're also still looking for stories for people. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a funny story, if you have a sad story, you want to share your story. Period. You have you a happy stay, story. It doesn't matter. It yes, any story. You can absolutely stay anonymous. It can be about you. It can be about your mom, brother, sister, whomever, somebody you know. You can absolutely stay anonymous. But we want your stories. We've gotten some so far, yes. but we want to get more from you guys. So don't forget about that. Yes, literally, it could be the shortest story it could even yes. be you could even send us a joke we don't care just yes. <laughs> send us whatever yes. Oh, yes but yeah that's about all we got so until next time guys ball pack out <laughs>